As we discover together, as we uncover many aspects of law of attraction, spiritualism, and science. To see all possibilities, to see the wonder, and to see the magic that makes up all that is you, me, us, love. Along the way, we can attract wisdom. I'm delighted you're here with me exploring. The journey's always better with friends. Hello, my friends. Here I am as Isabel, your guide and host. I am so happy you are here with me exploring. In this session, I put a psychic friend under, and we are going to encounter an unusual life. If you hear some background noises, it's because I did this session on New Year's Eve when she was having a party and um, I grabbed her because I hadn't seen her in five years and I knew our paths uh, were not crossing as frequently as I wished and I so wanted to help her. I have had many, many conversations with my friend and in the past, she used to keep her gifts quiet for the fear of people thinking she's crazy, crazy, or it was evil, or the typical judgments around psychic that it's not true, she's imagining things. But what is interesting, and I'm not sure it's because my beliefs around psychic ability and, and um, all that is, is, I'm so open to it now that it's being reflected back to me, but I still think that the collective has shifted and people are more understanding that there's a lot more going on there than what we see. 10 years ago, she used to suppress her ability and she struggled with it. She was not happy. Seeing that she was around her family members And discussing her abilities really openly was wonderful because we would have hush-hush conversations about a little ghost boy coming to visit her at her house and sit in front of her TV and watch the ghost hunting show. And I asked her, did you talk to that child? And she said she she didn't engage uh, with the little boy. Because at that time, there was this young girl who had committed suicide um, from down the road and was around her and would show her how she committed suicide and she would just cry and she would mope and she would try to assist this young girl who died and couldn't move on. What was kind of cute about it was She was like, oh, I've tried everything and she's so annoying. And um, that made me laugh. I think she has since then helped the, the young girl cross over. I was so happy to see her on this New Year's Eve party and speaking with her husband who didn't really fully embrace uh, Kelly's psychic ability. I mean, he knew about it, but it was uh, very foreign to him. 
because his daughter has psychic abilities and Kelly, it opened up his beliefs to where he is experiencing some psychic abilities. So I think when you open up your mind, you also encounter uh, abilities that you thought maybe was only for somebody else. I was thrilled when he was telling me about his totem animal and how his daughter can see auras. And he was just so thrilled that I was going to put his wife under. He was like, yes, yes, go into the bedroom, you know, have your session. It was, it was amazing. It was a great experience for me. I'm so grateful uh, to share this with you. And I'm really happy that she has embraced her abilities. She's being authentic and she's much happier for it. Okay. So let's dive into the session. Yeah. What kind of road is it? Dirt? Rock. It's rocks. Okay. All right. Let's go down that road. And when you look down, what do you see? You see your feet? Are they sandals? Okay. Nice. Are they brown? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, as you look up your legs? I'm a man. Okay. Yeah. And what are you wearing on the bottom? Shorts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rope. Uh-huh. What color? Brown. Mm-hmm. That's great. I have a beard. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um... You're young? You're old? I think I'm like middle age. Okay. <clears throat> tan. You're tan. Okay. That's wonderful. All right. Let's continue down the road. Do you know where you're going? It looks like a, a town or village. Uh-huh. You're going to the village. All right. And um, let's uh, condense time and space to the dwelling that you live in. You are now standing in front of the dwelling. What do you see? Yeah, I can't tell what it's made of. Okay, rocker. Uh huh. Hard. Uh huh. Old. Yeah. So it's is it? Does it seem like it's outside the village? It's in the village. Oh, it's in the village. Okay. They're next to each other. Mm-hmm. Dirt. Yeah, maybe dirt. it's like made out of mud. Is it kind of square shape? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You want to go in? I'm upset. You're upset? Okay. That's all right. Nothing will harm you mentally or physically. You're just observing this man wearing sandals. Do you know why he's upset? Nobody's in the house. Okay. Were they supposed to be in the house? He's alone. I don't know. Okay. That's all right. In this life of the man, we find out he's upset because he's alone. And also, his dwelling was square, made out of mud. There was a small table in the room with no windows. I moved her to see if there would be anyone eating at the table with him, and he was alone. I move her again, and she sees horses in a stable. And the... The stable is in the village, and she sees things being sold in the village. I ask if he has family, a mother, a sister, a brother, a child. No one. I ask if he has friends, and he says, just the neighbors and the people in the market. And then I ask, what does he do with his time during the day? Let's listen in. What does he do with his time during the day? Iron. He works with iron? Like metal. Metal. Metal? Do you think he makes um, shoes? Shoes for the horses? That's why we went to go see the horses. (laughs) But he's upset? That's what he does all day. Ah, okay. All right. He's a blacksmith. Yeah. We find out he's a blacksmith. When I'm about to move her again, she says she can't breathe. Something is in her chest or her lungs and there's blood. I ask her to look at that life from the other side. Let's listen in. Whatever has happened has happened. And you can now look at it. Somebody killed him. Somebody shot him. Oh. Not like a gun. Uh huh. Maybe like a. a knife or, or like somebody stabbed him with something. Like yeah. In his lung. Through his chest. And he died. Okay. While he was working. Oh. Well, sometimes that happens. Okay. Odd, right? He was working and then stabbed and then died. I never know how people transition to the other side. But I do know it was not random, even though it feels random. It is still curious. So I ask, what was the purpose of that life and lesson? They worked so hard. Uh Uh-huh. 
for nothing. He wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. Did he experience love? No. Oh. So he basically worked. I didn't live. And didn't live. He worked so hard for nothing. And he wasn't happy. He didn't live. It reminds us to live, right? And to be happy. I believe a big part of the soul work is coming down to connect with others. Whether it's connecting with friends or family or people that come across your path, it's an exchange of energy, an exchange of ideas, an exchange of love. Some people might trigger fear in you. Others might feel light and good, and you just want to be around that person. It is all an exploration of you, a reflection of you. You are a limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance, which means there are so many layers and levels to explore. You are multidimensional. I know you feel like you just now, but you're eternal and you're a being of light. And where you focus your light, that is up to you. I even remind myself from time to time, the things that I focus on, including the things that I do not want or prefer, the universe sends more of it. It's the system. And, you know, often... I forget and don't even realize I'm focusing or thinking about things I do not prefer. Okay, so are you ready for a game? I want you to think of yourself as a beacon of light, a beautiful lighthouse, and your body is beaming light from you, from your hair down to your feet, like you are one big flashlight. As you walk through rooms, as you go about your day, imagine the light shining from your body, shining on people, on objects, your coffee cup, your desk, the floor, the kitchen sink. You get it. Is your light loving Is your light bright? Is your light critical? How does your light that you shine feel to you? Does it change throughout the day? This is an awareness game. Remember, your energy is so powerful. Even though you do not see it, your energy makes things grow and multiply because you're giving focus to it. When you start to think in energetic terms, you will process and your perception will expand. It is so easy for us to process the world as matter and physical. 
because that's our experience. We're in physicality. But if you go deeper and start to view the world as energy, and remember, love is the most powerful frequency, you will be amazed. Let's listen in to the next part of her life. A train. A train? In the distance. Oh, how lovely. And if you look down, what do you, do you see your feet? Shoes. Uh-huh. Your man, woman, young, old, child? I have stockings. Ah, you're a woman. I'm old. Okay. All right. Are you waiting for somebody on that train or are you going on that train? Waiting for someone. Oh, how nice. That's lovely. We find out she was an older woman waiting for her husband to come off the train who did not show up because he had left her. Then we go into her house. Let's listen in. There's a house. There's windows. Mm -hmm. It's small. There's animals. Not a farm, but there's animals. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. When I was in the session, I didn't realize the importance of the animals. Reviewing this life, she was upset and she was trying to piece together what was being shown to her. We uncovered she lived alone, but had a friend of another woman that was older. They were doing something outside. Then her husband comes back. Okay, he's back. The husband's back? Came back. He's mad. He's upset. Mm -hmm. The animal. The deer is carved. He is upset and the deer is carved. So when I was in the session, I could sense she was struggling. Again, what was being downloaded. Let's listen back in. She feels bad. She doesn't want to sacrifice the animals. The husband leaves again. She's very old and dies alone. And when I ask what was the purpose of that life, let's listen back in. She loved her husband. Mm-hmm. She was killing animals. Mm, that she didn't want to kill. She 
It was sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Was it for some kind of ritual? Ah, uh, and it, it was her husband that wanted her to do that? No, she didn't want it. Oh. She did it for a good life, for love, for, for everything she had. Ah, okay. Now, it became clear the old woman was trying to control the conditions by sacrificing the animals, and her husband left her because of it. She believed it was the only way to have a good life, to have love, and her belief had to be reflected back to her. And yet, controlling the conditions will never work long term. Her understanding was limited. So let me ask you this. How far would you go to control the outside conditions, to feel good, to not feel fear? Do you try to control people's behavior? Do you try to control your own behavior? Do you take your role very seriously as a wife, a mother, a husband, a friend, in the fear of losing that love. Is something not done a certain way gets you upset? How about something like you watch what you eat and you exercise to control what you look like? Or do you eat the foods you love and you exercise and you think of it as playing and living life? Do you overwork yourself because you fear things will come or go out of control? What does control feel like? Secure, safe, good. But as soon as it goes, not as expected, it puts you into fear. How about this idea? Can you allow chaos? Curious, right? Here's the irony of life. We actually think we have control. And I get it, my friends. I play with this idea a lot. Is control really choices? Can I choose something in love or can I choose it in fear? Can I perceive it in love or can I perceive it in fear? What you see in your physical reality is actually a whole system out there of law of attraction, your vibration, your beliefs, your non-physical guides and entities, your higher self. Control is really an illusion. And it's very easy to get caught up in this illusion of control. And ironically, releasing control is allowing and being in a state of love. It is also not being tied to an outcome, which is really hard because most of us focus on the outside conditions. We focus on um, the outcome. But it is really the journey that is most important. And I get caught up into being tied to the outcome all the time personally. 
it has been explained to me that the outcome is really not important because you'll be on to the next and on to the next because this is our our life here is about experiencing our um our feelings and our expansion okay i move her again to the next life and it's interesting because she was being born into this life as my friend. And at first she didn't want to be here in physical reality, which um, I laugh because obviously she chose here to be born and she's, you know, laying down in front of me. We're going to uh, pop in to the part where she's a little girl. Let's listen in. I'm outside. Uh-huh. Are you playing? Oh, that's wonderful. Are you having fun? Yes, that's very nice. My shoes are, I know, my, my bare feet. Uh huh. Playing on the grass, on the grass, just looking at the tree. Um, and they're moving for me. The trees? There, I, I feel them. What do you feel like? I feel their energy. Whose energy? The, the land? The tree? The trees, you feel their energy? Oh, how beautiful. They're happy. Yeah. And they love you. Oh, that's so nice. How old do you think you are? Oh, that's beautiful. The bees, they're... Uh-huh. They don't notice me. They're, they're me. They're like I am them. Ah, you feel the connectedness. They don't hurt me. No. Um, I love the grass. Yeah. It feels great, doesn't it? <laughs> Is there anything you would like to do? Just run through the grass. All right, let's run through the grass. The fairies are there. Yes, the fairies are there. Yeah, the gnomes. Oh, been there. Uh huh. They played with me. Oh, of course they played with you. <laughs> Do 
Do you want to say anything to them? Thank you. Oh, that's wonderful. She is playing in the grass, looking at the trees. She's barefoot. The trees are moving for her. And how sweet is that? The bees do not hurt her, and they are kind. The fairies surround her, and to this day, the fairies and gnome still surround her. They are, ha- they are helping her to be light and happy. And I have encountered, so I don't know um, for you out there, um, a lot of you are psychics. And a lot of you are in touch with the elementals and the fairies, and you know that they exist. And some of you might be hearing this for the first time that they're real. You thought that it was a Disney thing or a fantasy or fairy tales and little things that we tell to our kids. And, you know, those Irish, they love to spin a yarn and drink and tell you about all about the wee folk. But it's interesting. I have come to find out that they are very real. They are many dimensions. Another psychic friend uh, is her higher self is the queen of water. And she has been in many fairy realms and fairies follow her also in this life. And so I was really excited when I was able to raise my vibration and see little sparks of um, light that popped in and out. And because my friends who can see fairies said, oh, yeah, 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 those are fairies. So I hope one day you get to a high vibration and you're able to connect to the the fairies or other elementals or even connect with uh, plants and trees. There's so much energy out there. It's so wonderful and magical. It is just that we weren't conditioned or trained uh, to view things like that. And that's okay. You know, that was our experience. And we were, we were born in this physicality as a human to forget everything and to rediscover it. So I'm really excited that you are going to rediscover it with me. And just remember, if somebody doesn't believe something or whatnot, it's, it's cool. It's just all levels of understanding. There are gaps of understanding and it's fine. So look, if you can't see fairies, you can see fairies. You don't believe it. You do believe it. It matters not. I'm just happy you're here uh, with me and expanding your mind. Okay. I wanted to share this concept with you because as we go through these podcasts, we are going to experience um, more fantasy, fantastical kind of things, right? And I don't want, um, or I would like to assist in that sometimes I think of myself as a little hamster in a wheel, in a beautiful little girl's bedroom. And she's put my little cage um, facing the backyard window. And every day I run in my little hamster wheel and I have food and, and she loves me and I spin and I exercise and I look at the great world outside and I say, wow, look at that backyard. 
But even in that perspective of the little hamster, I have no idea there's a mall 15 minutes down the road because my viewpoint is limited to my little cage and what I can see. And this journey is like that. It's that you have no idea because you are limited from your perspective. And this is a very natural thing. And as we expand, our viewpoint will become bigger and bigger. And we will understand as hamsters that they're really, not only is there a mall 15 minutes down the road, there's a lot of malls all over the world, let alone the United States or the country that you live in, or you you know what I'm saying, right? So um, that's what I wanted to share with you. Just remember that we are limited by our perspective and we're learning that there's many malls out there. All right, so let's go back into her session. I bring in her higher self. I ask her higher self, why did she show her the man who made horseshoes? The higher self wanted her to show her that she was strong and that she brought this strength in this life. Then I asked the higher self, why did you show her the old woman? And she wanted to make sure that she wouldn't do it again. Now, my friend, the psychic, loves animals, would never sacrifice animals. She was actually kind of surprised, but she understood the message because she was trying to um, control the outside conditions through other means uh, in her life because she's a very powerful psychic and she knows spells and magic right? So she knows how to uh, cast a really good spell, my psychic friend. And uh, her higher self wanted her to make sure that she always stayed in a very loving manner. Okay. I had to deepen my friend. She had a very hard time channeling her higher self. This sometimes happens. Do not worry if this happens to you. It's okay. And I think this part you can hear because I ask about the fairies. Let's listen in. So why did you show Kelly the fairies? They were always there with her. Yeah. That's why she didn't feel alone. Uh Uh-huh. They kept her head. Oh, that's so sweet. That's wonderful. I loved her. Yeah. Yeah. They guide her. Uh huh. And they're around her daughter, she says. They are. Yeah. And Haley can see them. And Gavin? Not yet. Ah, not yet. Okay. She has lived hard lives. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to have a hard life this life. She's happy. 
She's happy. She has family. Yeah. She didn't want her to be alone, and she brought her the fairies to keep her happy. Uh, what's interesting is her son cannot see the fairies yet, but her daughter can, and the gnomes. She has a family and everyone loves her and accepts her. I think her higher self is, was very pleased um, that this is happening for my friend. And she does not need to have a hard life. That sentence from the higher self, she does not need to have a hard life. I want to draw attention to this statement from the higher self. Again, I think it goes back to free will as choices, how you perceive your reality. And some of you out there have chosen a very hard life. If you believe your life is hard, then remember it has to be reflected back to you. And some of you are saying out there, hey, Isabel, life is really hard. Listen, I get it, my friends. Fear is very dense. It's constricting. It is unclear. It is foggy. It is, uh, you feel it in your bones, in your muscles, in your aches and pains, uh, your depression. You sink. It's overwhelming. I get it. But go back to that exercise of you being a walking flashlight. And what are you putting your focus on? And what is your light? It's just an awareness game. So play the awareness game. Realize that it's your perception of life. And what you perceive has to be reflected back to you because you are energy and energy is light. And light reflects, my loves. Light reflects. I know you don't see light reflecting everywhere because of physical reality and you are thinking Newtonian physics. I get it, but that's okay. If you can think of life as energy, even for a few minutes a day, that's huge. That's very big. My friend's higher self said she will heal herself and she will heal many. So I am honored to um, assist my friend to step into her role, to know that she's a healer and that she will heal her husband. The higher self, a lot of times in my sessions, your higher self will um, work on you. They'll work on your body. Or um, in this case, she was recharging my friend and my friend was getting very uncomfortable because it was too much energy. So I asked the higher self if she wanted me to give my love, my loving energy and Reiki. And so I did. So I'm just going to share this little bit of the Reiki moment with you so that you can kind of experience how loving it is. All right, let's listen in. Tally, you're in there. So feel... You're going to feel my energy. I'm going right to your heart chakra. Oh, I feel you. 
I love you so much, too. <sighs> okay. So now I'm going to send you my peaceful energy and my love and light. Feel my joy. Nothing is wrong. Everything is perfect in this moment. And we just bask in the warm love and light. Exchanging and being a conduit of healing energy, I have to say, it's so cool. A lot of you out there are healers, so you know what I, um, I'm saying. Uh, it's funny how powerful this energy can be. Like, it, like it's curious. It's, it's so cool. And letting you um, connect with your heart um, and connecting to all that is through your heart, through your heart center is really important to strengthen that. So that is my segue for you to connect with your heart center. All right. So those of you who are driving, you can keep your eyes open. Those of you who are listening and can close your eyes, let's go ahead and just pop into our heart center before we leave this podcast really quick. Here we go. Close your eyes. Breathe through your nose and out your mouth. We're going to take three deep breaths together. Two more. One more. Now I want you to focus your attention to your heart area. Excellent. And I want you to breathe in and out of your heart. Just a little deeper, a little slower. Imagine breathing through your heart area. Very nice. Now, I want you to grab a moment of appreciation, something you appreciate, something that you love. If you can't think of anything, you can think of a small little kitten with a furry face and big eyes. Grab something. Hopefully you are smiling. You're grabbing that beautiful feeling. And I want you to lock it into your heart. Put that beautiful feeling of gratitude into your heart. Just breathe in a little deeper and slower. Connect with your heart. That's wonderful. And now we're going to radiate that feeling throughout your whole body. Okay? So imagine that light in your heart of love and appreciation. And I want you to imagine that it's just slowly expanding up your chest, down your stomach, out to the sides of your ribs, 
around your back, up the column of your neck, down your legs, around your knees, down your feet, up through your neck onto the top of your head, through the crown of your head. Don't forget your arms. Down your arms through your fingertips. Breathe in that beautiful, loving, appreciation feeling. We're going to take three more deep breaths. And one more. Great. Well, thank you for connecting with your heart. Thank you for spending some time with me. Thank you for your feedback, by the way. I am thrilled that I have heard that because you're listening to these podcasts, you have connected with your higher self. It tickles me pink. Thank you to my psychic psychic friend who had a session during a New Year's Eve party. And once again, thank you, Brian Murphy, for putting this podcast together. With much appreciation and love, see the wonder and magic of it all, my friends. Until next time. If you're inspired to reach out or know somebody who is an expert in the subject matter we discussed today, please let us know. You can reach us at attractingwisdom at gmail.com or find us on Facebook under Attracting Wisdom and shoot us a message over there. Attractingwisdom.com is where we'll gather our information. Until next time, friends, explore away.